Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. All right, my talkers, we're heading into hour three here with Lori and Julia. One good hour left before we get to the Friday before the 4th of July weekend. So let's enjoy this one and hang out with Lori and Julia. Thanks, Grant. And we have to announce our winner for the My Talk 20th birthday bash. Um, it is Vitaly Garon. Yeah, I would go with Garon. That's my Vitaly Garon. I like it, Garon. Yeah, you are the winner. We will see you and whoever you bring. At the July 21st birthday bash at Lush. Which we're doing live broadcast. So you can come and watch our show. I know. We're doing a live broadcast, broadcast before the party. Yes. Yeah. In Hastings at, at Creative, Creative Hair, Hair Design. Design. Yeah. But we're also live broadcasting on July 21st at Lush. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. You know, people oh. Who, oh. who like, oh, you know, maybe I'm not going to come to the party. They could come to the broadcast. Are you oh. sure? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, cool. Of course. And we only this have one. This is for the party that we're yes, giving away got the it. tickets. We got one more day to give away these tickets. So mm-hmm. if you haven't registered yet, you can still have a chance to win. Go to the MyTalk app, download it, and register for our listener rewards because tomorrow is the last day we're going to be announcing winners for your chance to win these birthday tickets. Yeah, got it. It's a sad day for the Big Ten, Lori. I know you don't care. I know I you don't care. Do not care. Nor <laughs> I know will I discuss yes. it. No, with you. you. It's a sad day. Okay, fine. Yeah. I'll take your word for All it. Right. And so will to California. Else. Schools have been joined the Big Ten. Why are they too big for the Big Ten? Yes. Yeah, too and big. are they on the wrong coast? Is yes. it the Big Ten in That's, the Midwest? It's supposed to be regional, but now we've let UCLA and who else? U- UCLA, USC, Rutgers came in a few years ago. This is terrible. Been, this has terrible. been a reshuffling of Scandal. things for a long time. This is time. like uh, when the Minnesota State High School hockey tournament did the two went to the two classes. classes. Remember that? Yeah. Well, scandal. I, I've heard about it, but yes, yeah. But yeah, but I mean, it was, it was a scandal. A, it was a scandal. Yeah. People were not happy about that. Some people were. Yeah. It used to be a regional deal, these, these Look things. At, I even knew that. I'm yeah. impressed. Well, you're Thank a hockey you. girl, aren't you? Well, no, but the Big Ten, I always had assumed it was all Midwest schools. It used like, to be. It used to yeah. be. Yeah. And I, then there was the PAC. PAC. PAC 12. And then there's the S- Big 12, SEC. And mm-hmm. then Texas A&M went over to the SEC. Basically, and it all shuffled everybody around. It op- Open enrollment for whatever conference you want to play in now. It's why just, don't it just be open conference and everybody plays against everybody? Because there's not that many games in a year. Well, then you have to have conference championships or bowls and all these things. But again, we digress. Let's let's talk about Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick trying to recreate Footloose. That he was able to pick her up. We posted this. Well, first of all, those two are so tiny. We already know that. We do know that. We they're teeny that. tiny people. We stood next to them. We stood the next to them. Line. We yeah. just, they're saw, teeny. I seen them on the red carpet mm-hmm. at the SAG Award. Skinny. Yeah. Hundred. She might be ninety-eight. What he might be hundred and ten. 
He might be 130. He might be 120, 130. Yeah, very, very lean. Are you still watching City on a Hill? Is it still on? It's coming up to its third season. Great, I love like all this Hodges. Love that guy. City on the Hill. City on the Hill. That's it's a, a Showtime. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that show. It's it's, it's been gritty. On spur, it's a gritty show. He plays. A gritty it, bad cop. He's a bad cop. He's With a, a great mustache. Yeah. The seventies. Yeah, it is. It's good. Yeah, 70s, yeah. 80s. Uh, but anyway, they they are they're dancing their way to TikTok stardom. Their managers have talked them into joining TikTok. And ours are still working on us. That's right. Grant's gonna get us over the edge. So this is posted on the Lori and Julia show page. And really what it is is he holds her and he flips her down. Yeah, I know it. But they came, they came in doing the yeah. little dance. You know yeah. how you it, come in foot It's loose. a popular dance that a lot of people are doing. But like you said, you have to be athletic, skinny, and strong to right. do what they do. Yeah, to like hold who each would other. pick up who between the two of us? And then I have, would have to pick up you. I yeah. know it because I've got the Italian arms. I know, but what about your knees? They'd buckle and give away. We'll have well, to wait till they're till refreshed. After, <laughs> we're we're going to have to wait. <laughs> Not that I, I mean to all I mean, I sound like everything that can break on my body has lately. It's crazy. Julia, don't you remember that I had you my have, year you and a half a, of my body breaking yeah. down? I had the foot getting stomped on in the wedding. Then the I, shoulder. I fell oh, and yeah. saved myself from falling all the way down and pushed myself back uh, toward my shoulder. Yeah. You it's can't do anything anymore when okay. you get after. after that's one thing about One the of the funniest shows, 50s. though, Grant, we ever had was when Lori had her arm in this shoulder cast thing mm-hmm. holder and she couldn't use her arm and i remember you were wearing your leopard print dress and donnie was still with us mm-hmm. and we had someone found in someone's cube around here vlad oh, the yeah. the puppet the russian doll sate uh-huh. it was a little puppet and so somehow or another he was sitting on your broken shoulder and talking. Well, we went to a fashion show oh, and yeah. I was trying to get people to stop. Every, people, when you have your arm in a sling, people want to go like this. Hold it. Oh, what's going on there? So I put Vlad this puppet doll and he was really quite fierce and kind of fashionable in the it, crook of my arm. It was so funny. As part of my fashion oh. and in an effort to keep people from touching my arm. It was so funny. It was funny. I it, forgot about you that. You wear your pants on the air. I remember I you took off your underwear. We were laughing. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. You wet your, you're laughing oh, yeah. so hard? Yes. It was beyond, and she had to take off her underpants, and we were laughing. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, you it guys cracked me oh, up. Gosh. Oh, gosh. It was like, um, I think it was the the <laughs> September fashion party. It was. I recall Sarah Rogers. Yes. She thought I was being super forward fashion. <laughs> having, you know, having a puppeteer on her arm. In my arm with a leopard dress. <laughs> so funny. And, um... Yeah, whatever I that. There's um, a photo of this. Oh, oh gosh. We there's do. gotta there be somewhere. It was. I thought we were gonna die. <laughs> You're it. over at the door. We're on the air. We couldn't even talk. Donnie's like, "What's happening over there?" Because you know how you are, Grant. We didn't and have people street- were in yeah. here looking at me, and mm-hmm. as they're in here looking at me, and Peace. Julia's laughing, Peace and I have my legs cro- crossed, and in my dress, I just feel <laughs> a long, slow. Very warm because I'm squeezing, I'm kegeling as tight as I can. But once you laugh and start peeing, it's impossible. So it went out very slow. It didn't land with a whoosh. It was, it it didn't was land so with funny. Any kind. No, they didn't even know. Oh, Only Julia right. knew. And, and now oh, you guys don't. No, we told everyone because yeah, we couldn't stop laughing. Okay. And then she's sitting there with her undies and a bundle. I know. I we laughed off. so hard. <laughs> I had to go to the party with no underwear with a puppet in my sling. <laughs> Jeez. 
Honestly. You guys. Oh, man. <laughs> that was so funny. Okay. Oh, yeah. that was funny. That was, you guys. That was a good memory. That you was, guys. I just, totally forgot about you that. you did have the year where everything broke on you and you were always in a foot boot or the cast Something. thing. And, but that was one of our funniest. My body was breaking down yeah. and Casey just looked at me and he said, well, there better be one part of you that doesn't break down, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay. I love you too. I'm going to uh, try. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, and so far, knock on wood. You know? Knock on wood that has but, broken down. Yeah. <laughs> no I think, pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, jeez, Louise. That was so bad. <laughs> Um, oh man, you guys, you I guys just, cracked me up. Oh, no, that was too much. That mm-hmm. was the funny. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay, I do have to just tell you about this. There is, you know, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard Lifetime movie. And it's being cooked up. <laughs> it's already in the in the works. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm watch it. oh yeah. Lifetime is buzzing again. Listen, they move quickly on these things. If they've got something hot, who watched this? Do not this? forget, Surviving R. Kelly is the reason R. Kelly's in jail. And we've had some other good documentaries have, on have. Lifetime. Not to mention all. The wonderful movies we've been able to enjoy over the years. I, they did some good I think sh- about going, you know, over to Auntie Marlene's and in the last like three years of her life when she was in the yeah. nursing home. I mean, one of our her silly pleasures was I mean, she loved listening to music. But she, lifetime movies. Yeah, we she liked me to turn on a lifetime movie. Because they're happy and it doesn't no, give you lifetime a- are there's slasher, oh, there's bad those- men in the basement. You're thinking of Hallmark. You're thinking oh, of Hallmark. I'm no, sorry. we liked Lifetime. And uh, then I'd we'd have Doritos and Chardonnay and um those Rolos, Rolos. Yeah. And then I'd look at her after it was over and I'd go, What'd you think of that? Just terrible. Let's watch another one. <laughs> And she'd have like two word movie reviews. She did. It was kind of her thing. Thing, yeah. That's cool. Oh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, they are, their casting is going on now, and every potential actor auditioning for the roles is being made to sign NDAs. And I mean, we know. They'll all be unknowns. They'd have to be. But it would be. be great. It would be so meta if they could get James Franco to play Johnny Depp. And who would have played her? Well, Herself, no, but James Franco, remember, had an affair with Amber Heard. He in, never had to. He never came up at the trial, though. No, but he was in the video. He was in the video, but he never had to come. He didn't have to, Well, that was Johnny being nice, probably. Yeah. They didn't depose him. But that would be... He's hard up for work, no? James Franco. He got me too Yeah, he didn't... Um, well, and he admitted wrongdoing paid money. He did. Yeah. He, I mean, he did do it. I'm not saying he got screwed, but yeah. You yeah, loved no. him in the last thing that you saw him yeah, on HBO. The, the HBO, the porn. The sex porn thing. The 70s show, yeah. whatever that was. That was kind of good with Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. He played twins. But then I did always look at him and think, oh, why'd you have to go and be a pretend teacher and get 18-year-olds yeah. to give you, know you blow jobs Then he used to else. do all the stuff with Seth Rogen. Those two had a breakup. Yeah. Over this, yeah, yes, they yeah, won't. they had a breakup yeah. because it's and they that's were buddies. a crappy thing to do. It's and a very a, crappy and, thing and, and to do as a man who's in your late thirties or forties. Yeah. Come on now, mm-hmm. it's just you know, it is. It's a it's a dog move. All right, listen, we got to go. It's time for the dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. Hi, Holly. What is going on in the Dirt Alert world? Well, happy Friday Eve, Julia. Oh, I was going to say it's not Friday. No, it's not. Way to get me. Oh, well, uh, let's talk about Lala Kent from Vanderpump Rules and her ex, Randall Emmett. 
There is a big expose that was published this afternoon in the Los Angeles Times about Randall Emmett, okay. who is a movie producer. And one of the things we're learning in this expose is that Lala Kent is claiming that Randall Emmett, quote, tackled and pushed her to the ground when she confronted him about cheating on her back in October. Ooh, that's not good. No. So, uh, do you La- watch this? Do you know these people? Lala Kent, I don't know from Vanderpump Rules, but Randall Emmett as a uh, character in Hollywood, yeah. Be- okay. He uh, allegedly, supposedly, so at one point in time back in the 90s, Julia, Randall Emmett was Mark Wahlberg's assistant. Oh, okay. S- some say that he was the inspiration for the character Turtle on Entourage. Okay, okay. He is a film producer. He is known for his geezer teasers. Oh, geez. That's what the movies are known as, where these movies get stars of yours, Sylvester Stallone, Steven Seagal, Bruce Willis, oh, notably. Yep, yep. Yep, all those straight-to-video things, this guy produced them. Well, Lala Kent is claiming that the attack occurred when she attempted to grab his phone to look at its contents. And uh, she says that he ran after me, tackled me, and knocked me to the ground. Lala Kent says, I used every ounce of strength to get him off of me as he was trying to pry it from my hands. That was when I knew for sure that there was a lot that he was hiding. Now, the L.A. Times noting that five people confirmed Lala Kent had told them about the tackle. So they did their due diligence and are corroborating the story. Now, Randall Emmett in this uh Los Angeles Times expose is also being accused of having a history of offering actresses work in exchange for sex. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Now, one of the allegations stem back yeah. to 2012. He's denying all of this. But, you know, this is he's one of those guys that maybe you don't quite know his name, but uh, it it is definitely an ugly side to Hollywood. In yes. This, yeah. In this yeah. OK. And I always wondered why what Lala ever saw in this guy. Money. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that'll oh, that <laughs> all that. Uh, yeah, because this guy, by all means, uh, reading about him in the Los Angeles Times, he doesn't uh, really take no for an answer when it comes to producing movies. His uh, producing uh, a mentor was just, you know, saying like, hey, if uh, you shut the door, he's going to find the window. If you close the window, he's coming down the chimney. Mm-hmm. Like, a, very, a very aggressive producer. Which is producer. what producers have to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, but... Uh, I he just on the surface of it, I he looks like the kind of guy who would say, "I can get your role in this movie, but you're going to have to do this to me." Yep, mm-hmm. it just totally does yep. look like that guy. Yeah, and you know, there was a certain point I would say maybe about three or four years ago where Randall Emmett was getting to the point in Hollywood where he was quote unquote becoming a legitimate producer because he was nominated for a Best Picture Oscar, one of the names, uh, producing names on the movie The Irishman over on Netflix, the Martin oh, really? Scorsese movie. Yeah. Oh, that movie was a slog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agree with you guys. Yeah. Agree. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals.
Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, well, you know, sometimes. I mean, mean, you know, they can't all be home runs. They can't. But yeah, that was a slog of a movie. Yeah, it definitely was. Uh, Something that promises not to be a slog of a movie is Reba McIntyre and Melissa Peterman starring in the Lifetime movie The Hammer. Okay, I love it. In Lifetime. I we, love the reuniting. Those two love each other. I mean, that's so great. Mm. A genuine friendship between Big time. Reba McIntyre and uh, Melissa Peterman. Well, it was announced today that there's a Reba reunion of sorts in the works. And uh, this movie, which is called The Hammer, is inspired by the life of traveling circuit judge Kim Wanker. So Reba McIntyre's real-life partner, Rex Lynn, is also going to be starring in this movie. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Reba McIntyre, uh, she's... Uh, playing Kim Wheeler and an outspoken firecracker lawyer who's appointed judge of the 5th District of Nevada. And what is the few traveling judges left in America? Lifetime is letting us know stuff. They're casting for the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp movie (laughs) that they're doing. (laughs) Yeah, well, this sounds sounds super fun. Yeah. And right up Lifetime's alley. So uh, production on this movie is going to be starting soon. Uh, People over at Page Six want us to know that Wendy Williams is bringing her purple chair over to her new podcast. Okay, this is so dumb because when she did the thing on DMZ, she, she was, was sitting, sitting in her purple, purple chair. Yeah, that's why I guess it didn't get thrown out in the trash. Jeez. Part <laughs> no. of that interview I hated was that she showed us her foot. Lori really has a hard time with this. Uh, You're so funny. People don't need to see feet. You're so like funny. That. She's like, Harvey, listen to me. Do you understand? I have lymphedema. Let she me said show she you. barely has feeling in Let me feet. show you. I know, I know, Sad, I know. But but I, I, she was all over the place. I watched that whole interview. Really? And I, was yeah, it painful? It was painful. Okay. Yeah, there are lots of mystery surrounding that. I have a, co- a conspiracy theory about that interview Tell Wendy us. Williams did on TMZ. I think that that was all pre-recorded, and they just inserted Harvey Levin and the other guy asking questions. Like it wasn't happening. It didn't seem like it was happening in real time. You're right. Oh, it had a weird. disconnect thing, um, like that. But but she kept saying Harvey, and you understand. You understand, and I'm worried about Wendy. She's got a new boyfriend slash manager. Oh, she does. Oh, oh no. boy. Boy, yeah. Well, the purple chair is going to the podcast because mm-hmm. you know visuals are so important in the podcast. Right, video. right. Yeah. Uh, Kate Winslet. We're getting our first look at Kate Winslet in Avatar Two, a movie I know that both of you guys are awaiting so much. Actually, I saw the preview for it last night. I I finally <sighs> watched one only mm. about three years ago. Mm. I need another ten years. We took years. Auntie Marlene to that, and you heard, I remember her review. That's a lot of blue. <laughs> Actually, my kids liked no, it. No, it was yeah, fine. It I, was good. We enjoyed it, but I'm not like... I'm not... I can yeah, wait. I can yeah. wait. Uh, this is over in Empire Magazine in the UK, so we're getting our first look at Kate Winslet's character in the Avatar movies, Avatar The Way of Water. She's playing a Navi leader called Ronal, 
I believe is oh, how you right. say it. Uh, and we're getting a behind-the-scenes look at some of the things that they're doing. Lots of, I mean, everything is digital. She, she's yeah. just there on the set in a bunch of balls right. and a uh, bunch of dots on her face. And she I looks w- like she's having a good time. I wonder if people are going to be drawn to it the way they were that first one. Because we've never seen anything no, like that. I know. I know so much time has passed. And I don't know. If the special effects are great, 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 are great, 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 Mm -hmm. and they're just as groundbreaking as the original Mm -hmm. Avatar, then there will be enough. There will be enough of a curiosity factor to get butts into seats. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't do that, then I don't know. Yeah, the word of mouth won't. I mean, then yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It will have to be really, because that was like when that movie came out. It was so different. Yeah. But I refused to see it because I was on an animation hiatus. Mm -hmm. Animated movie hiatus, even though it's not animated. He needed to take a digital breather. Oh, big time. You had had enough of whatever, Cars 2, you put it on replay for 500 times. You earned a break, Julia. I did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You definitely earned a break. Well, that's all we have time for this Dirt Alert, because the music's coming up right now. All right, Holly, thank you so much. Happy Friday Eve. Check in with the heat and the traffic right now, see what's happening. That Right now is a peak travel time right now, so I know there's a lot of radios turned on to, you know... My talk 1071. 107.1. <laughs> My theory is, uh, like the dinosaurs, working in an office may soon be a thing of the past. Yeah. There is uh, COVID upended the business world. Fast forward to 2022, and a new survey finds that... Well, more than half of adults in the U.S. now are doing remote work. And in fact, if people could, if they could, 87% of Americans said they would work from home. Oh, I don't Oh, If they could, regardless of demographics, really, regardless of occupation, geography, or age. Wow. That's. I don't get. I I don't. I. For society, culture, and workplace. That is one of the biggest changes that probably, I don't know, is going to come back. Well, what is going to happen with all these high-rises, Lori? Well, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it's... Um, I, I like going to work. This is just us. Yeah. I mean, we, we like it. Grant, I don't know about you, but we love going oh, to work. I would never, ever be able to work from home. I, mean, you, I think you and me both, Julia, with my I, ADD, I could not no, focus at I home. would like a Friday afternoon to be able to work remotely. <laughs> of course, I, of that course. Would be the in the summer, in the summer, yeah. I, in a Friday, working till six on a Friday, that would be the that would be my remote work. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. The day I'm going to work from home is going to be Friday or Monday. Right, Friday or Monday, I but, would be willing uh, to work from home. Yeah, yeah. At Eighty-seven. That- this was a survey of twenty-five thousand people that uh, McKinsey and Company, a global management consulting right. company, did, and I was like, uh, wow. That is changed for that has changed forever. Yeah, and the maybe it's going to come back. Maybe the dominoes will come back the other way. Maybe people will be lonesome or realize they're missing creative connectivity. I think that you know, and I've heard that from some work people that I work with. They do miss that interaction. Mm -hmm. I mean, you miss it. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know how you we build life. People when when I was... friends in Zoom. I don't. I don't yeah. know. It's just a whole different. I guess. Okay. All right. Now here is a theory, and uh, 
I don't Good like to... news that you can stream my talk anywhere and, and you, you can take right. our app wherever right. you are. And that's right. I know a ton of our listeners listen that way now. Yeah, I mean, it's true. And I, I just love that. Mm-hmm. So we're always accessible. And yeah. by the way, we podcast and have for 10 years. Is that how long we, it's been, been forever? Podcastable? All right. Well, here's the theory from coming to us from um, it was uh, British Journal of Sports Medicine is where it was published. Okay. But it was. Seven, 1,700 people between 51 and 75 years of age. Um, and what they did is, can you stand on your leg for 10 seconds? Oh, balance. Balance. People are trying, you're supposed to do that when you blow dry your hair or something. I know you don't do that, but brush your teeth, stand on one or leg. You, if you stand can't on a- stand on one leg for 10 seconds, you're nearly twice as likely to die within 10 years. Stop. Balance yes. and core has that much to do? The simple and safe balance test should become a routine health check for older adults. Unlike aerobic fitness, muscle strength, flexibility, balance tends to stay relatively steady until someone reaches their 50s. I'm doing it right now. Then it starts to rapidly go downhill. However, testing for balance is not something that's a normal part of regular health checks for middle-aged people in the Western world. Wow. Both Lori and I are doing this. Mm -hmm. Standing on one leg. And I remember one time someone telling me, a sign of flexibility is if you can sit cross-legged on the ground and then and get up cross-legged. And you do, can do that. I can't do that. No. Well, you've got knee issues. Yeah, right and now. butt yeah. issues. Yeah, right, Better right. Possible. So they I just got knee issues. They wanted to, there's little hard data linking it to injuries or disease beyond falling. And uh, um, so they got people's medical history and they did wow. all this other stuff. But didn't, if you can't do that... The chances of you dying in 10 years are very high. Grant, can you do it? Oh, yeah, I can do the yeah. 10. I can do the stand-up from my feet. I'm very balanced. That yeah, was a wrestler, a gymnast. Oh, that, right. that is, He's flexible Eddie I'm beyond, over there. Yeah, I'm flex, flexible beyond. Eddie. Flexible. I would call him yeah. flexible Freddie. <laughs> yeah. Eddie's yeah. older brother. Yeah. yeah. And my dad always said, too, like, he never gets on a ladder after 60 because his balance is gone, and he doesn't have a balance. And you take a fall at an older age like that, that can really, oh, like you right. said, that, that that's where I'm drawing this connection. When yeah. you get older... You take those falls, those falls can be your last fall. Right. You know, you could be in a bed. If you you blow out a hip at a certain You know, uh, physicians or clinicians, if you're listening, you know, besides weighing us and uh, checking our blood pressure, have us do a 10-second tree pose. Um, Maybe do it with us. I'm better on one leg than the other, by far. Oh, everyone is. Yeah. You're not symmetrical. No, I know. That just is something. Mm, It is. Okay. This theory is... um, Involves money, society, and culture. Three of my okay. favorite things, Julia. And here's money, society, and culture. They really, they are. really are. Yeah, I, that that Those is perfect for you. Yeah, um, you might think that successful people with humble roots empath empathize more with people who are poor or you know just they're having a really hard time money wise. However, a new study reveals that people who are born wealthy are more sensitive to the plight of the poor than someone who has gone rags to riches. I, I totally believe this because think about this. You know, you work hard. Every I, I was born into nothing mm-hmm. and got nothing when people die. You we'll feel like nothing. you don't have as much empathy as if you'd been born wealthy? Because that's what this study... Well, it's kind of... That's an interesting thing because I guess... 
Here's where I'm going to take that. Maybe maybe you've been told Here's, we have more, so we like that. That could be a lesson. I, if you're born into wealth, it's our duty, you know, to give back. I that feel that's, that citizenship lesson or something. I feel like I have empathy, but only in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and the one where re- that really kind of fries my ass is college. Um, that the government's going to pay people's colleges because I well, that hasn't happened yet. I know, but I mean, it's just, just a dumb talking point. Oh, all right, fine. That's then what I'll I think. just shut my mouth. Well, I mean, that's right. what I think it is because I think it's going nowhere. It's a, not a winner for anything. God. We have so many other issues right. that we need to take care of. Right, and so that that, but yeah. so, you know what I mean. But because so you not. don't go into debt to go into college. One hundred percent. Don't get a hundred thousand dollar college degree if it's going to take you thirty years. One hundred percent. That's yeah. self inflicted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dumb. That's just stop yourself, please. But anyway, this, you're right about that. Yeah, this study was published um, in Social, Psychological, and Personality Science, which I really like that one. I really do like you that one. You can see this, though, because if you're born into nothing and you work hard to make something for yourself, you, I mean, it kind of makes sense. It does. You it, know. It does. It does. In the United States, we find that people expect those who become rich to be more sympathetic toward the poor and social welfare than those who are born rich. However, um, the became rich perceive improving your socioeconomic conditions is less difficult relative to the born rich people right which predicts less sympathetic attitudes towards the poor and uh, predisposition so there's always been all these stories this from the university of california irvine studied this and that's kind of what they found and they have different ideas but one of the things may be that people who are born rich may be getting, they might be being shown, this is what we do. We exactly. give away, we exactly. give back. Whereas somebody who's, they not, you're spending more time working and figuring out things for yourself you to get I, yourself I steady. It, you can do it. Yeah, so you can see that. that. I can yeah. see that. All right, so that was just like, you know. Again. I could almost have been a study of duh. What? It could almost have been a study of duh. Well, I know, but, you know, I have to. And then this is. A study of uh, move over burgers, chicken tops, a list of favorite grilling items. Are you grilling chicken this 4th of July? No. No? No, I'm going to grill burgers and brats. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I love... No, but chicken, I think, is hard to grill. It might always dries out. I'm I, I'm not good at chicken. Really? Never. Are you good at chicken, nope. Grant? Yeah, I... that. I'm very good at it, but it is tough. It, you can dry it out really bad. I, I, eat a, I eat a lot. I eat a lot. I eat mostly chicken. Do you? Like every meal. What's your trick to a grill uh, chicken? Because breast people, to stay moist. Yeah. How do you keep well, it? Well, I'll start it up and then I'll add a little, but then I'll put it, once I'll get it started grilling, then I'll put it in some tin foil with a little butter and oh. some oil in there and then let it cook in the tin foil and it keeps the juices in there a little bit more. But mostly, if I'm going to do if chicken. You just plop it on the grill, chances are it's, it's going to get dry. pretty dry. They yeah, just that's get why dry. I bake it. I bake it to keep the moisture. You okay. Know? But that's... you could do the grill in the tin foil. Exactly. So that's how I add the tin foil with to keep some moisture in the olive okay, oil. Okay, that's a, a good idea. Oh, I never thought people of that. are switching to chicken because some people are trying to get their people to eat less meat. Yeah. Right. And less I get steak, it. Less meat, less yeah. pork. Let's I wish I wish I didn't like it. What? So much. The red meats. Why? It's okay to I eat. Love... You don't eat it every day. So no, I don't at all. Yeah. I don't at all, but I do love <laughs> Just watch out for the cow tongue. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Unless you like the um Hispanic soup tripe. Yeah. You know that's how 
Oh, we used to have that at the Mexican restaurant I and worked at. So oh, no, good. I was too scared. Yeah. I saw the tongue coming out of the freezer. Yeah. And I'm like, what are we doing with that? Because I worked in the kitchen for a little while. Right. Oh. Were you a slice and dicer? I was. I made. Yeah, a little bit of everything. I did Sauces, a little bit of everything. I was a line cook. Yeah. And I had to work my way up to wait, the wait staff. That's right. That's what you got to do. Oh. Maybe even the hostess stand first. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hey, she's kind of cute. Why are we wasting her chopping oh, no, up I vegetables? No, nope. you Keep her in the back. All right, listen, we got to go. <laughs> it's uh, time for we don't know what. Okay, so here's the latest gossip on T-Swift. All of our Swifties out there. Apparently, she is engaged to Joe Alwyn. They've been well, going out probably, five years. Yeah, a long time. So, um, reportedly, according to The Sun, the outlet claimed the actor popped the question months ago. The but, Sun? Yeah. You don't believe it? pretty sketchy but it wouldn't listen you can make be. this up it's not surprising it isn't they've dated a long time she's 30 or 31 she only wears a ring sometimes and it's a beautiful ring according yeah. to the if, if informant yeah it, it, i wouldn't it, be surprised though of course not i mean you've got a 50 50 chance of this one being right even if you did make it up because the should we make up some headlines then well <laughs> Julia Garner was at a drag show in West Hollywood. I saw front that. Front row with her husband, who's the lead singer of um, Foster the People. He is? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. She, now, Lori, do you think well, she's going to sign up for the Madonna thing? I mean, there's always a Madonna in drag at a drag show, and she was front row. So you know, do you we think, have, is that a sign? Yeah, <laughs> could be. Didn't Madonna say like she gave her praise for being at the oh, thing? Yeah. Right? Madonna commented on her being there. Oh, she did? Yeah. Giving her praise for being there. Well, maybe she's still trying to get her to That's accept the That's my point. Role. She's trying to she's lure her in. Because yeah. Madonna's directing the movie herself. Universal Pictures has greenlit it. It's been one of the most sought-after roles among young stars in Hollywood. Kind of like Austin Butler and Harry Styles and Miles Teller being the final three. Yeah, for. Yeah. Well, actually, it was down to Harry and Miles to be Elvis when Boz got the tape because Denzel Washington said, you've got to see a tape from this kid I'm in a play with. He's so good. He wasn't even being considered. No, I know. I can't even imagine anybody else doing it. Yeah. No. Right? He's so good. Yeah. Okay. And we love Miles Teller. He's so terrific in the offer. Oh, my gosh. That, to me, that show, he's become like a... I don't know, more full-fledged movie star in my mind. I think you're right. It did more. The offer for me did more for him as an actor than Top Gun Maverick. I agree. He is spectacular in the offer. Yeah, he is. Have you guys finished the offer yet? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I finished the last one, yeah. Wasn't it great? It was great. And I watched watched the end piece, like you said. I don't want to say anything about Julia, but yes, it was really good. It's sad that it's, it's over. Oh, Casey was just bereft. Yeah. You know, just bereft. He's like, oh... He really loved it. And, you know, the real Al Ruddy is 92 years old and one of the producers of this. And we see him and meet him. Okay, that's really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, and loved how it ended. Yes. Nice. Yes. Okay. Loved how it ended. I did, too. Very. It wrapped it up. It was a perfect miniseries. It really was. It was up there for me with White Lotus and the one with Kate Winslet. Mary 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 Stone. Stone. I agree. The perfect amount of the show, all I needed, and it's just done perfectly. Yeah, I am expecting a lot of Emmy nods. Oh, I hope so. I would hope, yeah. I hope so. And, um, I mean, Paramount Plus is like there. They're on fire. They're they're on fire right Mm -hmm. now, and I think, you know, between Yellowstone and... They've got the new... uh, 
Sylvester Stallone TV shows yeah, that they're yeah, bringing yeah. on. I mean, there's is the new one. Now the new one is night. It's they changed it. From okay. Kim Cattrall mm-hmm. is signed on to do a Netflix show about a makeup m- mogul. Uh, it's called Glamorous. Oh, and I think it's, uh, it's a quick witted executive. This is who she plays. She plays the C- CEO of a, of a prestigious, prestigious, boutique beauty brand that bears her name and i think it's going to be fun mm-hmm. and it's got a 10 episode order oh good i know it. we liked her in that show where she was the southern yes the preacher whatever that the preacher's that was, wife i don't in, know in what australia it was. was that like an australian tv show she's very Something, good I, yeah i like her she's, and yeah and if you're a good. housewife fan dorinda medley and phaedra parks are going to be on watch what happens live tonight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i can't wait yeah, because, because I think there, I think the, I think that there's a lot of action that we have to see on this. I don't know if Peacock drops like one a week with this Ultimate Girls trip. I feel like three are already out okay, for some three reason. Out, I and think then the rest three once are a out. Week. Yeah, and then when it's all over on Peacock, at some point it'll punt over to Bravo. That's that's right because that's what they did with the the other Ultimate Girls trip. So it did go over to Bravo then yeah, when it was all done. Okay, it did. Oh, good lord! And and. and um, yeah, my only other story for you that I have is this headline, Julia. I have to go to the bathroom. So don't. How preposterous! Rich New Yorkers are undergoing surgery and getting bladder Botox so they can avoid having to pee every hour and make it to the Hamptons or wherever they're okay, going without a bathroom is, break. Has, okay, that's just so Botox down there. Botox on their bladder. I feel like this is not a good idea. I, First of all, just to get to the bladder means an internal injection. Yeah. I don't. Who wants? You. They could miss and Botox other private parts that should keep moving. That's right. I mean, Julia. that's scary. Yeah. Is this for real? I don't know, but I will say I told you last week when we were in New York. All New Yorkers have to share their travel story whenever they show up at a restaurant. Because everyone has to share their travel stories because it is such a travel nightmare. And last week when we were going to Fire Island. I'm like, Paula, how long do you think it's going to take us? And she said, could be an hour, could be three. How long did it take you? Took like an hour 15. Yeah. But we left at like 1230. But that 90 mile drive out to Long Island to get to the Hamptons, sometimes it can take four or five hours. Oh, I remember we saw Sonia take the, the jitney. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how do you pee? Four or five hours. I can't hold my bladder for five hours. I can. I can. <laughs> a, a pickle jar. Can. A pickle jar. <laughs> a big wide a mouth. Big a big wide mouth. Yeah, a big wide mouth. <laughs> what? <laughs> we don't believe that Have story. a good night, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.